Well, hello there. Welcome back to another episode of Authors Behaving Badly. As always, I am the shit talker and I guess fight starter. I don't know. I got to think of a cool phrase for me in this one now. But Zach, y'all know me. This is what I do. Zachary Chapchinsky. That's me. That's, that's what I do. And then I'm here as always with uh, my snarky little compadre, Miss Martina. Hi. Hello. You got to get that on your face. Well, it was like in my face, but chin. then it just started to go away. Just set it on your boobs and just look at it. <laughs> oh, you went the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so here in the studio, you've got Martina and I, and if you hear weird kissing and sucking sounds in the background, don't worry. That's just the curtains and our sound engineer. <laughs> the bean. The curtains and the bean. <laughs> the curtains and the bean. The curtains and the beam. <laughs> One is the mama. The other's insane. I don't know. It's a pinky in the brain spin. Anyway, so welcome back to the Palmcast. As you guys have the probably Palmcast? the Palmcast. As you guys have probably learned by now, what this basically is is Artina and I. Artina. Yep. Shut up. Shut up. I'm talking fast. That or I'll wave too, kicking in. Um, we're just here to talk shit, talk about author scandals and the gossips and the such, and just all around, just be. Bad influences. This episode, Martina actually has the author scandal, if you will, and is taking the lead. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to throw this one over to Martina. Martina, what you got for me? Um, actually, I'm going to kind of throw it back a little because we... Wow, okay. Martina, I'm just going to... Just give me a second while I throw it back. Do you want to put on some music first? Back in our books and bullshit days, we briefly talked about the this this case of a romance novelist um whose name is nancy crampton brophy which is a tragic name in and of itself but it's not even a good yelling name if you're a parent no it's a terrible name and i think the crampton is like crampton dash brophy like that's her hyphenated maiden slash married name but you it really just doesn't yeah it just it. doesn't yeah. flow but and i can say that because she's a douche um but yeah so i thought we would kind of deep dive into this case because we kind of glossed over it but it's truly hilarious because this woman this is not the hilarious part it's kind of tragic she murdered her husband wait a minute how did she kill him though because it could still be funny <laughs> no that's pretty much not funny either but what's funny is how much effort she put into hiding it while putting no effort at all into hiding the way she found out how to hide things <laughs> I'm going to call this how not to get away with murder. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, so, so write that one down. Curtains. That's the official up title of this episode. How not to get away with murder. Murder. We need one of those like, like one of those accordion or the, the organ, not accordion organ. Go ahead, Martina. So, yeah. So I wanted to talk about her because while I was reading the story, I was just kind of, my first thought was Layla and I would never. Maybe because we mainline true crime shows. She's a cop. I don't know. But I'm saying... I love how when it comes to murder, like, you immediately insert yourself into the mentality of, like, oh, I wouldn't have done it that way. But don't well, we all kind of... I was going to say, fun? that's why I watch true crime. That's fair. I was like, 
if I can't like smear popcorn butter on my boobs while watching some asshole fuck up and get caught murdering somebody, then it's really not a Saturday for me because, you know, I like to just pretend that I could do a better job killing somebody. Even though I barely can get dressed by myself during the day. We're just going to gloss over the fact that Martina's just sprinkling <laughs> melted movie theater butter on her Well, I've got to like wipe it off somewhere, so it's usually my shirt. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't specify wiping it off. You were just like, I'm just going to sit here, butter on my titties. <laughs> since I was in my 20s. <laughs> Showing up like a little snack. Mm. <laughs> You should see where I put the pretzel. <laughs> keep going, Martina, before I keep talking. I would like to stop laughing, but you keep making those comments. Oh, that's true. All right. So, obviously, her husband's last name was Brophy, too. So, I'm just going to call her Nancy. Have you ever met anybody named Nancy who you didn't want to punch in the face? No. Anyway, so I'm going to call her Nancy. I'm going to call him Brophy if I have to talk about him at all, which you think he would be more of a bro. You, know, you think he'd be more of a prominent person in his own murder? Apparently no. This isn't about you, bro. <laughs> Fee. So um, he was a um, instructor at the Oregon Culinary Institute. So he's a chef. She murdered a fucking chef, which is so bad. In and mm. of itself. Homicide to go. <laughs> I thought you said homicide. Homicide to go. <laughs> Put his body in a doggy mm. bag. <laughs> so yeah, so he was found gunned down in the kitchen of the culinary school on June 2nd, 2018. He was shot twice through the back with a nine millimeter. That's important. Sounds like a suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's Florida. <laughs> so the cops had no suspects at all because everybody said, you know, oh, he was the nicest guy in the world. Nobody had any bad thing to say about him. Nobody could think why anybody would want to kill him. So, and, and there's no sign of robbery. There was no sign of anything. What year did this take place? 2018. Oh, damn. Because nowadays it's always like, hey, this person was found dead. Spouse. Well, and that's the thing. So I'm sure that when everybody's like, no, he's a nice guy. No sign of fucking foul play as far as like, no, he wasn't robbed. Who, wouldn't that be the first thing you did if you were going to murder somebody in their place of employment, at least attempt to make it look like you had ulterior motives other than just gunning him down. But she did also shoot him in the back. You don't shoot somebody in the back while you're robbing them. That's just, this is not how it's done. I've heard. I think we're talking about this horrible crime and in the background there's baby giggles. (laughs) Well, it's not like this is the first or the last time she's going to hear about murder. True. So, um, yeah, they had no suspects. And once everybody basically said he was the nicest guy ever, they were like, okay, well, I guess we're going to look at the wife because that's what they always do. And her alibi was, oh, I was at home sleeping. Okay. You really didn't just phone that one in. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I was home alone by myself. With no one. With nobody. (laughs) Which was immediately debunked because they checked the footage and happened to see her minivan going to the Culinary Institute and leaving the Culinary Institute about 10, 15 minutes later. So wasn't real spot on with that alibi. Or this is my point, though. She also, did she not think that through? But wait, this is why I ask. So... 
they ask her if she has any guns. She does. She has a nine millimeter, which she instantly and very willingly hands over. And they quickly decide that it's not the gun that killed him. So she thinks she's in the clear until they find that she not only bought another gun, she bought a different barrel from a different gun and a different um, stock. What is, it? is it a pistol? Yeah, so it's a nine millimeter. Uh, magazine? Magazine. So she bought like all these different components and then created her own weapon, but did nothing to hide the paper trail. She bought the shit off of eBay. Dumbass. <laughs> then once they realized that she had this other weapon that she, of course, said she couldn't produce at first, they went looking at his life insurance policies. All six of them. All six of them. So his six life insurance policies, if he just got hit by a car, would have been about 800000 But if he died at work, that was another four hundred and forty k in her pocket. That's like mine. Like mine's like 200 and some change. But if I die at work or in an accident, it's immediately doubled. Okay, but you have to understand, <clears throat> there are certain numbers that no longer it becomes a life insurance policy, but a bounty Oh yeah, that's a, like if I ever had a million dollar life insurance, I would never tell my children. Not ever. No. <laughs> Be like in the event I'm murdered. Look at my children. Yeah, I love them, but maybe just a little extra look. <laughs> just be thorough. That's all just I'm be saying. Thorough, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying she would kill me, but she might kill me. She might kill me for no money at all. Sometimes I think the only reason I'm still alive is because she is too lazy. So, so <laughs> we know. <laughs> so she buys this gun stock. She has all this life insurance money on him. And she started writing a book called I didn't do it. But if I did, here's how. Oh, no. Oh, it's, it's actually far worse than that. Oh, God. <laughs> so they see all of this stuff and they're like, OK, well, we're going to take you in. To which she responds, you're arresting me? You must think I murdered my husband. No, Nancy. No, you have a parking ticket from 1976 <laughs> we need to talk to you about. Nothing gets by you, Nance. Where, where were you last night? Not murdering my husband. Duh. So she gets indicted on one count of murder. And <laughs> just, the case, just the one. Just the one. And the case gets national attention because... I almost feel like they should have indicted her for two, so then she sees she's dumb enough to be like, I only killed the one guy. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> because she wrote an essay. <laughs> you cannot make this shit up in 2011 titled How to Murder Your Husband. <laughs> and she left it archived online. Oh, my God. They should just... They should just not convict this bitch off of just a sheer, like, like a sympathy not I mean, guilty. It's It just keeps getting worse. So part of it says, as a romantic suspense writer, I spend a lot of my time thinking about murder and, consequently, about police procedure. After all, if the murder is supposed to be to set me free, I certainly don't want to spend my time in jail. Tell us more, Nance. <laughs> and her husband's not, like, in 2011, like, hey, honey. Do we need to talk? <laughs> we. I, I promise We're I'll take. We're not done yet. I promise I'll take the garbage out. Like, 
In addition to the How to Kill Your Husband essay, they found that she saved a listicle on her iTunes called, and I quote, 10 Ways to Cover Up a Murder. And if that's not enough to put the nail in old Nancy's coffin, she also has two books titled, one, The Wrong Husband, which should have been his first clue. That's when he should have been like, uh, babe, do we need to talk? Yeah. And another one called Hell on the Heart. What did he do? <laughs> Everybody says he's the nicest man in the world. My guess would be that he just had the misfortune of marrying her. They were married for 28 years. Do you know what she did before she became an author? She sold life insurance. <laughs> This literally enters one of my favorite phrases, which is, you can't write this shit. That's what I'm saying. I was like, come on. If I had written this book, it would have been just panned everywhere. They would have been like, nobody's this stupid. And I would have been like, oh, contraire, Nancy if they is made, this stupid. If they made a movie off of this homicide, it would be filmed in the style of a naked gun movie, and Leslie Nielsen would be the fucking investigator. Or it would be like Fargo. Except, except she would have been the Oya Betcha of the two. Like, like, it's just so bad that it's comical. Like, this poor dude lost his life, yet we just can't get past the fact that she thought she was so smart while making so many, many, many dumb mistakes. I feel like there's enough anecdotal evidence here that had been brewing the entire time that her husband almost is warranted a Darwin Award because I feel like if he was paying attention a little, he'd have been like, wait a minute. Um, like, I mean, some of us might be completely obtuse to our significant other, but eventually you're going to be like, hey, you seem frustrated today. My question is... At what point, like, when the parts start coming in on eBay and he's like, hey, babe, why'd you just buy a gun barrel? Like, what's the, what's the rationale you have to give somebody for, like, oh, you know, I just wanted to have some spare parts for my 9mm hanging around. This is probably like, hey, honey, um, the gun barrel and, and spare parts came in yesterday. I put them on your dresser. Oh, your latex gloves and lime also came in this morning. <laughs> Where'd you want those in the garage next to the tarp and the shovel? Oh, and here's, don't forget your book, How to Murder Your Husband. It's a good read. It's a lot like that essay of how to get away with killing your husband you wrote 10 years ago. Oh, that was a good yarn. Fucking moron. I talk, I know I'm big on like not talking ill of the dead here, but is this guy like one of the ghosts that's like one of Casper's ghost uncles? Just like, he's just a weird fucking guy just didn't get it. Like, I don't know. Uh, I thought we could go over some of her other uh, book titles to see if there was any other things that jumped out. My Husband's the Dead Guy, written, <laughs> written in 2016. Shot him twice in the back. A memoir, 2017. <laughs> you know, I just didn't see it coming. <laughs> Meanwhile, her editor's like, really? I did. <laughs> yeah, so we've got The Wrong Husband, The Wrong Seal, The Wrong Lover, <laughs> The Wrong Cop. The wrong I, bitch, I feel like. Is like the wrong hero. Girl most likely to shoot her husband is probably the title that they scrapped. The wrong brother, caught in the middle, dance of passion. The important, uh, good solid grouping, the importance of good handgun mechanics. <laughs> How to shoot the man in the back and him not hear you coming. <laughs> 
how to kill a guy in 10 days. Too bad she hadn't picked up the book, How to Avoid Traffic Camps. Or the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> if Andy Dufresne went down for that shit, you're going to go down for this one. That's just, I don't know. That would be so embarrassing to me. Not killing my husband, but getting caught in such just an egregious fashion. Like, it would be embarrassing. They'd be like, God, she's so stupid. And you couldn't even defend yourself because it's all so stupid. I feel like she probably answered the door in like a sheer robe with like those fucking <laughs> furry bullets and mur- shit. <laughs> the murder, bu- the murder robe. The murder robe. Yes. Is she? Yes. And she's just like she. She already is wearing a veil over her she's fucking got the face. She's heels with the little fur across the God. toes. My husband is dead. Oh my stars! As she's wiping well, blood from her hands. <laughs> she's putting a little derringer. <laughs> random night bag I, that she has. I do declare I have the vapors faints on a random fainting couch in the middle of the goddamn entryway. They're like, ma'am, you're from Oregon. Get up. What the hell is happening here? You can skin a deer with a goddamn fork. <laughs> you knew how to build your own nine millimeter. Yet you didn't know how to fucking get away with killing your husband. And like that's what it makes me laugh so hard is because you could just imagine her like on doing all her web searches on her actual Google account, how to murder my husband and get away with it, how to build a nine millimeter, like how to delete cookies. Exactly. Where is internet history? Can they track my purchases on eBay? Question mark. How does incognito mode work? Do you think that she thinks like we do, where we're like. You know, they're just, they know I'm a writer. They won't think too much about my Google searches. Because that's what I think my FBI guy Kyle thinks when he looks at my internet search. He's like, ah, you know. Because, I mean, nobody looks up, like, how to murder your husband and also watches gay porn at the same time. So I figure, like, Kyle's like, this this bitch has got some varied interests hey, that I don't want to look too closely at. So I'm just going to let her do her thing. You change out how to mar- murder your husband and watch gay porn at the same time to how to marry your wife and watch gay porn at the same time. And you've got that one off that they made that Netflix special <laughs> off of. So that shit does happen a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. That's true. <laughs> but I just feel like my FBI guy, because I'm sure I'm on a watch list by now. Like, he just, he gets me, and he just knows that, like, I'm not actively trying to murder somebody at the moment. I'm just trying to look something up. Because I have to look up things all the time. Like, at what temperature does the human body burn? Like, can you set somebody on fire with a big lighter? Like, you know, stuff like that. That's fair. It's really hard. Or you could just call Layla. Burning the body is a lot harder than people think it is because bone doesn't actually disintegrate unless you're at very high heat. And you can't get those very high heat unless you're you're, exactly. She's a forensic chemist. Or you have like really strange, you know, products in your house that you probably are on a list. On that note, there was recently an article, Legitsies, about a guy who had fallen asleep in a funeral home, like hiding, like from from the director apparently. And accidentally was incinerated. Oh my god, so... And somebody commented with, well, I think it's safe to say two people got fired that day. (laughs) So, you will like this. There is a YouTuber called Mr. Ballin. He's actually on TikTok too. Okay. And he's a former Navy SEAL, and now he basically just 
tells stories on YouTube, like like how you and I talk to each other, not like you know how some YouTubers like do like cartoons and they do like yeah. just. So he actually just sits down and tells you the stories, like for the missing four one one or weird ways people died, like that, you know. So you would probably like him for that reason, and he does like the little one minute shorts, but he's Mister Ballin, which is actually his last name, which is pretty fucking baller. Yeah, that is actually. <laughs> The mark, the, the, the swag opportunities on him alone. Yeah, and he's super cute, very cute. Know, in a do. grungy, hick kind of used to be a Navy SEAL kind of way. Got it. We got ten minutes. Oh damn it! <laughs> well, Zach, dazzle them. <laughs> Tell me, how would you murder your husband, Zach? <laughs> well, um, I feel like, you know. For starters, use incognito mode, maybe. Um, like, no, incognito mode doesn't hide from your internet provider, right? Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> it just keeps it out of your fucking cookies. I feel like there's so many other opportunities that this bitch could have actually done this better. There, there's so many. There's so many. But also, I don't like incognito mode because then it deletes... Like it's like so you you, you watch a good video and then later yeah, on yeah and then I can't, find, can't it find it again. God, Martina, I can't take you anywhere. <laughs> I don't like it. It's the same reason I don't like clearing out my cache and all my things because then everything disappears and then I forget my passwords and I'm like, do I really care if somebody breaks into my computer? What are they gonna find? They'll be sorry. <laughs> They'll be so sorry. Or if they're gay, they're gonna be really excited. <laughs> I'm breaking into her house and steal her shit more often. <laughs> exactly. It's like Except a shock. I'd come list. home and they'd still be there. Probably naked. Slightly well. dehydrated. <laughs> exactly. Do you have any Gatorade? <laughs> and I'm so desperate for company. I'd be like, I do. Hang on. I'll be right back. Oh, finally, another gay friend. <laughs> you go into the kitchen to find Mick and Jordan are already making him sweets. Yeah. They're like, oh, my God, Mom, did you see the guy who broke into our house? Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. No, that, that one's uh, – that's actually – was she ever was she convicted yet? Because this happened. Within I don't last think she's been convicted yet. She's been arrested, and I think she's still awaiting trial. Why was check. this not open and shut? They should have just had a, a, like a judge walk into the room, like you know you're guilty, right? Like, <laughs> he just walks in and starts laughing. He's just like, <laughs> damn. Yeah, I wonder if she was convicted. Let's see. Da, da, da. There's no way she should not be charged. She should be charged with anything. Well, less if anything, than... she should try to get a deal, a plea there's, deal. There's very few cases that get rushed. Well, <laughs> she was denied bail. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Well, here's the thing. Also, is it's like with that one in particular, they better not charge her with second or third degree murder. Like, no, bitch, you you plan that shit out for a minute. That is first degree murder. Um. Yeah. So she was denied bail, but her lawyers are saying that she is. Um. An imminent threat of death at in jail because she is in a high risk category for COVID. You know who's not in a high risk category for COVID? Dead people. Exactly. <laughs> Her fucking husband. He didn't even get a chance to be at high risk for COVID because she shot him twice in the back. Well, and it doesn't and it doesn't even matter, like, even if he got COVID, it's not like he has to worry about like oxygen deprivation. She fucking aerated his lungs. <laughs> And she's, she looks banana pants crazy. Like, she just looks like her muffin is not entirely cooked all the way through. All right, Martina, we're here talking about her killing people, not her muffin. 
Um, we can talk about both. That, I don't know why this makes me think of like this one guy, this one like medical examiner who marked the cause of death on a guy that was shot like 60 something times by like a squad of police officers. Cause he was, he was like, he had killed an officer and he was shooting back at them. Oh God. She looks like that type of grandmother that would ask you to help her bake cookies and then push you in the, the fucking oven. God. She really looks fucking crazy. She looks like she smells like palm oils and Mountain Dew. <laughs> grandma? That grandma drinks Budweiser and sweet tea. Sweet tea? God, she looks so angry. She definitely looks fucking angry and a little deranged. Uh, just looking at her, I'm surprised she even knows what a gun is, let alone the fact that she, like, fucking ripped That's that. kind of... I was actually thinking, like, when I looked at her, I was like, you know, she doesn't look like she has two brain cells to rub together, but somehow she managed to pump out ten novels while simultaneously taking out six life insurance policies on her husband, plotting badly a murder, but still, you hey, know. you look at, like, Forrest Gump in the movie was able to rip that rifle down and put it back together at record speed. I mean, shit. That's, that's true. It's muscle memory after a while. I mean, but still, like... She's a, definitely a good multitasker. Yeah, but at her age, how she looks, I mean, I would just be like... You know. I mean, she's safe in prison, I guess. Yeah. As long as she keeps to herself. I'm, okay, so I'm sure she is. You think she's playing backgammon with the other elderly fucking convicts? Probably. I mean, I think they leave the grandmas alone. Grandmas are the best ones to smuggle shit into prison. There's so many rolls and wrinkles to tuck shit in. Gross. <laughs> anyway, so who's your pick for our celebrity author death match this week? Celebrity, oops, author death match this week. I'm going to have to say. Hmm, I'm like looking at all my books like, who do I want to see fight a bitch? <laughs> you know what? I'll throw one out. Um, because they're, a, they're also a writer and they, more of a screenwriter than anything else. Mel Brooks. Yeah. You're really reaching. Well, no, because I saw World War Z and that's Mel Brooks' son that wrote World War Z. And then it made me think of Mel Brooks and all the weird shit that Mel Brooks writes into movies. And it'd be interesting to see Mel Brooks fight a guy. All right. Well, then I think I'm going with Dean Koontz. Yeah, see? Mm. Yeah, that could be a good one. I feel like if you did Dean Koontz, I'd have to rescind mine and insert Tom Clancy. Oh, that would be a good yeah, death match. Yeah, Because Dean Koontz is a really smart writer, but he's also weirdly obsessed with his dogs, which I think makes him just quirky enough to probably have, like, a weird side hobby of, like, making toxic chemicals in his basement or something. Like, he's obsessed with golden retrievers. He has, like, nine of them. Well, and, and where I'd put the money on Tom Clancy because, you know, Tom Clancy... All the crazy like spy and super soldier shit that he that he writes about, I would have to assume at some point in him doing writer research, like he had to pick up a trick or two. I would like to think so, but then I look at like other spy writers, like um, oh god, fuck, I can't remember the name. Uh, I can't remember his name now. Clive Cussler, mm. yeah, Clive Cussler uh, used to write this <laughs> this book I'm, series I'm gonna, where oh we got three minutes, okay. yeah, where this guy uh, whose name was Dirk, yeah. It was it was so toxically masculine. It made James Bond look like woke. <laughs> <laughs> but I, my 
my dad used to read him like all the time. So I picked up a book and I was like, holy shit, I totally get why people read this stuff. It's it's the telenovela of men's spy novels. You know, it's it's all so far-fetched, but just so good. You can't stop reading it. But I have a hard time believing that if you put Clive Cussler in a dangerous situation, he'd really have anything of benefit Sustenance to offer. Like, yeah. yeah, He's not helping you out of the situation. He's going to cry in the corner until you rescue him. That's fair. So yeah, so Dean Coons versus Tom Clancy. We have our reasons. We'll put it up in the yeah. groups. Let's see who does. <laughs> we'll put it up day. in the groups and we'll see who thinks what. <laughs> All right, Martha, you ready to hit with the social medias? No! All right, so facebook.com slash Authors Behaving Badly is our page. Facebook.com slash groups slash Authors Behaving Badly podcast is our Facebook group. You can find us on Instagram at authors underscore behaving underscore badly underscore podcast. You can find us on Twitter at authors badly. <laughs> My favorite one. Yeah. And you can find us on TikTok at authors behaving badly. Just search for us. You'll find us. Yep. We're the only one. And you can find us on Gmail at Authors behaving badly podcast at gmail.com. And that's it. Till next time, or somebody else dies, or somebody fucks up. Bye.